And he stands up in a mixed audience and he says, I just gotta tell you where I was eight months ago. I had high cholesterol, I had acid reflux, I was having trouble sleeping, and most importantly, I had erectile dysfunction. I'm like, whoa. And he said, no longer am I on a cholesterol med, I'm no longer an acid blocker, I'm sleeping better than ever, and I no longer have ED, and I've never had a better relationship with my wife. Wow. I'm really excited about what I'm going to talk about today, and that's testosterone. And if you think about where we're at today, it's a major problem, hormonal imbalance. But understand that testosterone is your fountain of youth for both men and women. So many times we think of testosterone for men, but testosterone is also for women. So we're going to talk about that. And it's one of the greatest indicators for aging. I call it the blood test indicator of aging. And I think we all want to know, I'll be turning 65 in a few months. I think we all want to know how we're aging. And testosterone is that, that gauge. But I want to kind of start with some fun stuff. And if you think about all the garbage that's being advertised on TV every single night, whether it's uh, Total T, Ageless Male. In fact, I was driving to Detroit uh, a couple years ago before the pandemic. And I fly out of Detroit. And I'm listening to WJR, which is a very large uh, radio station in Michigan. And I would guesstimate probably every 15 minutes, this commercial came on about ageless male. If you have excessive belly fat, if you have little or no sex drive, if you have low energy, if you're having trouble sleeping, you've lost your fitness, you're not the man you used to be, and it was not just a 15-second commercial. It was like a minute. And I was like, what is going on out there? Are we really having this much problems? And we are. So when you look at some of the things out there that obviously somebody's buying this stuff because they believe that the human body is going to be fixed by this. But the reality is, is that the human body is amazing in its ability to heal and self-correct if we give it that opportunity. And that's really what I want to talk about today, that there's lots of ways that you can boost your testosterone level. But if you put your body in a good position, which I'll share with you, I think there's a lot of things we can improve upon, not only our overall health, but again, the, the hormone of vitality, and that is testosterone. So again, I want you to really plant that seed that testosterone is one of the greatest indicators of how you're aging. But I want to step back for a second and ask the question, so what does testosterone do? That's a big one. And the big one is this. I mean, there's a lot of things that testosterone does for both men and women. Bone density, fat distribution, muscle strength and mass. Again, as we age, we're slowly move, losing testosterone for both men and women. I'm losing it. Many of you are losing it out there. But when we hit about age 30, it slowly declines. But here's the good news. It can slowly, it can decline a lot less than people think. So again, that's one of my major goals. Facial and body hair, red blood cell production, sex drive, sperm production, sleep, mood, mental health. It does a lot of stuff to make the human body. And again, it's a, it's a big repair hormone. And that's why when we sleep, during stage three of sleep, 
is when testosterone levels come out and play. So again, that's when the body rejuvenates and builds it. We'll talk about that as we go today. But as I mentioned, it's not just uh, testosterone is made in the testes of men, and it's made in the ovaries of women. And so I want to start right from the beginning. So if you're going to take notes in this, I'm not, this is not going to be exceptionally long. But on our website, we have a handout called Know Your Numbers. So you can go to our Target Living website, and under the resource tab, there's the Know Your Numbers. And what you do is you just print this out. You take it to your doctor, and one of the indicators is testosterone. But we've never had higher levels of medical illiteracy. And this is why we're talking about this today, because for many people, we coach, we train, we do webinars, we do people bring into our headquarters, or I'm in our headquarters today. But when we talk about this subject, many of them don't even know what it is. So there's the blind spot. How can you change your testosterone level or being aware of it if you've never measured it? So again, for both men and women, when I start out with step one is you need to get this. You ask for this on a blood test, print it off to know your numbers, give it to your doctor and say, one of the tests I want is I want to have my total testosterone level measured for both men and women. And many times you're going to hear, well, that's not necessary. Of course it's necessary. I want to know how I'm aging. So years ago, when I was age 56, again, I'm turning 65 coming up a few months. And so for women, when you think of testosterone, you want testosterone level over 25, closer to 35. So again, we're going to talk about surviving and thriving. When women's testosterone level gets in the 35 plus, now you're really thriving. For men, I like to see that number over five to 600. The norm is 250 to 1,000. Reality is you're just barely surviving at 250 or less. So again, when you hear these numbers, I'm going to talk about thriving for women getting closer to 30 to 35. For men, I like to see it five, six, 700 plus. Those are the numbers you're looking at. So as I just mentioned briefly, years ago at age 56, I get my blood test, go to my doctor. And one of the things I look at when I first get a blood test back, again, now everything's online, but when I used to get it back in a printout, I'd want to know my homocysteine, my cholesterol ratios, my glomerular filtration rate, my glucose, all that stuff that most people get. But the big thing I always dove into was my total testosterone. And I kind of pride myself, hey, my testosterone level was relatively in the high side for my age. And I was really proud of that. And then I get my blood test back when I was 56. My testosterone level dropped 200 points. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'm talking to my son, Matt, I'm like, you know, I don't understand this. I'm doing the mega three fats, I'm doing the strength training, I'm doing all the stuff I'm going to tell you in just a second. And he said, Dad, you're not getting enough rest. You're traveling all the time. A couple weeks ago, you were in six states in seven days. You're gone 18 straight days. You're gone 21 straight days. And I thought about it for a second. He said, I'm, he's exactly right. I'm not getting enough rest and recovery. So we talked to our team and said, okay, if I'm going out for four days, I need to come home for three. If I'm going out for five, I need to come back for four. Again, I started, and my testosterone level came back up to almost the normal, what it was earlier, almost 200 points increase in about a year and a half. So it hit me right in the head. If I wouldn't have been measuring my testosterone level, I would have never been aware that I didn't get enough rest. And that's really why we want to do this today is I want to just wake everybody up and say, hey, number one, 
do you even know what it is? And number two, how do we make it better? How do we keep it where we want it to be? And the list goes on. So I want to begin with a little bit more deeper dive into how testosterone is made. I said it's made in the testes for men. It's made in the ovaries for women. But really, how is it made? If you think of cholesterol, and again, I can't tell you how many people want to lower cholesterol. This is where you need to stop for a second. Cholesterol makes your steroidal or sex hormones. Your building hormones are made by cholesterol. Hmm, that's interesting. And your cholesterol also makes your stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, and aldosterone. So here's the big takeaway. If cholesterol is the raw material that makes it, I don't want to mess with my cholesterol, number one. In fact, I want to have higher cholesterol level and balance. That's a whole other conversation. But that's really true, as you're going to hear in just a minute more. But if my stress levels are high, my stress will always trump my sex hormones. And so that's why when people say, hey, Chris, what is it about bioidentical hormone replacement? That can be okay, but over time, it's not going to really fix the main problem, and that's getting your hormones in balance. So understanding if I'm running from the bear, that stress button is on, those building or sex hormones will be turned off, and that's called cortisol steal. So that's kind of a wake-up call that why we need more rest and rejuvenation. That's why I needed it, so I could have that balance between my hormones. So step number one, when you think about this over time, I have to understand cholesterol makes my stress hormones and cholesterol makes my sex hormones. Okay, that's interesting. So what causes my testosterone level to drop? Number one, hands down, stress. So if I feel threatened, as I just mentioned, doesn't matter whether that threat's real or not, that stress button is pushed on and those hormones come out to play, which blocks or stops the building hormones. Okay, number two, sleep. If I'm not sleeping, testosterone is made in stage three of deep sleep. So if I'm not getting enough deep sleep, I'm probably not going to have good hormonal balance. That's why sleep is so imperative for overall health, mental health, but also hormonal health. A frenetic lifestyle. We're going 900 miles an hour right now. Our whole world is going crazy. The market, Ukraine, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. I get that. But that frenetic lifestyle, you cannot have good hormonal balance. Alcohol is another one. Too much alcohol, you will have low T levels. So as we move here, there's a lot of processed foods, lack of movement. But the big one is lack of rest and our lifestyle. So if I'm trying to improve hormonal balances, I get these emails every day. Hey, Chris, my testosterone level is super low. I kind of already know what's driving it low. But then I'm going to go back to and say, hey, let's, let's understand a little bit about it and then understand how do we make it better. And now that's really where I want to go. It is how do I improve my T-level? How do I improve total testosterone? Step one, I'm going to give you steps here, is stress and maybe reframe your conversations around that. What are the three things that bother you? Again, I have these things all the time. And when I wrote my new book, Rusty Move, I wrote two chapters on stress. And a big thing is reframing those conversations with yourself. We have about 50,000 thoughts a day. And believe it or not, we repeat about 80 to 90% of those thoughts. So the stuff that wakes me up at night, that keeps me awake at night, I probably could do a better job of maybe 
asking a better question, diver, diving deeper into that problem, and maybe that problem is not as scary as I think. So again, reframing in that, understanding the power of breath, how to get me back in the moment. But that's the big one, as I just mentioned, because if that stress button is on, those hormones are turned off. Number two, we have to understand this thing called sleep. Sleep, as I mentioned earlier, sleep is critical for having hormonal balance and that rest. So a handful of years ago, I was at the Michigan Athletic Club and I was the director of personal training and fitness. If some of you know my, my background, that was many, many years ago. On Target Living has been going on for almost 16 years. But way back in the day, I would get these athletes from all over. And I had this woman, she was one of the top endurance athletes in the Midwest. And she came to see me about eating better. And she wasn't getting the performance she thought she wanted, she, all the work she's putting into. And so the thing I asked her right away, I got to get your blood test because I want to know what we're dealing with here. So she goes, gets her testosterone level. They did not want to test her testosterone level. She was in her early 30s, a woman in her early 30s. Why test testosterone? Came back, it was 14. And she says, is that bad? I go, yeah, it's pathetic. It's just, you know, and I didn't say it that way, but... Yeah, super low. I mean, I knew right away she was overtraining and she was underresting. And I hit her right in the head. You're overtraining, you're underresting. And we started really putting in strategies of periodization, planned recovery. We worked on her nutrition. We really paid attention to her sleep and not overtraining. And her testosterone level came back. And within, it was a crazy amount of time, but within about nine months, it creeped up over 30. She doubled her testosterone level. Her performance, she felt like she was a new woman. She had energy. She had vitality. She had better skin tone, better muscle tone. Of course, she was overtraining and underresting. So that's a big deal when you think about sleep and taking micro breaks during your day. There's a lot of ways to help you recover during your day. But the big one for her is her workouts were way too intense, not enough recovery. And we just kind of mixed that up a little bit less stressful on the workouts and a lot more on the rest side. Omega-3 fats. I can't say it enough. If you're not doing cod liver oil, you need to wake up. It's high levels of vitamin D3. It's high in pre-resolving mediators. It's that DHA for brain health, and it's the raw material that makes testosterone. Okay, here I go, Chris. Oh, by the way, it's lemon flavor, one to two tablespoons a day. This is a go-to for improving testosterone level. Flax seeds, chia seeds, walnuts, we need to get these omega-3 fats in your diet if you want better hormonal balance. Again, that's a big deal. So again, omega-3 fats. Go right underneath that omega-3 fat, we move into another category of fats. And these can be coming from omega-6 fats, monounsaturated fats. But the two big trace minerals I want to talk about real quickly to improve testosterone is selenium and zinc. One of the highest sources of selenium and zinc, and I have them right here, is Brazil nuts and pumpkin seeds. Hemp seeds are also high in selenium and zinc. So in my diet each and every week, when I'm consulting people about T-levels, both men and women, I bring some pumpkin seeds, Brazil nuts, and hemp seeds in their diet that raises that selenium and zinc. And again, our stress levels in the world today, our pH gets out of balance. These trace minerals start to slowly disappear. So again, that's a big deal. Here comes the selenium and zinc. And then we get into movement, exercise. 
Now, I'm a huge fan of strength training. Strength training is one of the most powerful ways to improve your testosterone level. So I have a big, I'm a big fan of changing your reps, your resistance, all that each and every month. But again, without even getting into the weeds on that, again, lots in the book, lots of stuff on our website, into our app, is I want you to think about strength training is the fountain of youth. Why do I call it the fountain of youth? Because it helps to build these sex hormones. So we're putting the adaptation on the body. Your body will adapt to it. So it could be as simple as a body weight squat, a modified push-up. It doesn't matter. As long as you're doing some form of strength training, that is a huge, huge deal. So again, if you're 50 and you're not doing strength training, you're probably going to have a drop in your hormonal uh, T levels as you age. And that's the cool thing about the human body. If you put some adaptations, this is not my grandfather's Buick. We're changing things and that's the strength training and that is the future. We need to do that. Number six, medications. There's certain medications that will lower your T level. The first one is called a statin medication of lower cholesterol. I am not a statin guy. I'm not your doctor. I'm not telling you to get off it. But in my opinion, there's no reason to be on a statin medication unless you've had a heart attack. If you're currently on a statin medication, don't jump off them. But we have lots of information on that, working with your doctor. But statin meds, as I mentioned earlier, drop cholesterol. And when cholesterol is compromised, that's the raw material that makes my steroidal or sex hormones, it will be compromised. So again, statin meds. Acid blockers. I get a little indigestion here. Acid blockers will compromise your T levels. And again, we're seeing major, major problems with digestive health issues. Again, could be your pH is imbalanced. We got lots of stuff about that. But again, these medications can be a big deal. Years ago, I did a training program for a large Fortune 500 company. And it was a two and a half day training program. And we would meet twice a year. And it was an amazing program. We did it for about eight years. I had amazing relationships with people. I had fantastic colleagues. It was fantastic because it was that space and time. That's really the cool thing over time. When you get people and you work with them and you slowly build and you slowly build and now people start seeing it. It's not because it's hard to have a 30-minute or 40-minute presentation and think you're going to change people all right away. That's not going to happen. It needs space over time. And that's what this program is was doing. So we're in Southern California, and I get paid to do this. This is craziness. We're in Southern California. We're on the beach, predominantly male and female audience, about 60 of these people, male and female both, and we're on there to working out. So again, sun's coming up, amazing morning. And after the workout, we're going to go do the superfoods, the cod liver oil and the wheatgrass and all that kind of stuff. And then the day begins, and we repeat that for two and a half days, and then they come back uh, eight months later, and we do the same thing all over again. So this guy comes up. Again, this is like our second day doing this. This guy comes up to me, and he stands right next to me. And he said, can I talk to you privately? I said, sure. And he said, what do you know about erectile dysfunction? And at the time, I'm in my mid-50s. I said, I, I know quite a bit about it. He said, I have it. Can you help me? I said, sure. So we're talking privately. And I started asking him some questions, better questions. Number one, are you taking a cholesterol medication? He was. Number two, are you taking an acid blocker? He was. So as we started going down this path, then I started asking him about his testosterone level. Do you know your T level? I don't. So I said, well, when you get back, 
you know, you get back home, you're going to get your blood tests and we'll do some consulting. And we did. So he didn't know his testosterone level. He was on a statin med to lower cholesterol. He was on acid blocker, wasn't sleeping well. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I knew his testosterone level was going to be low, which leads to many times, and again, there's a lot of factors in, in erectile dysfunction, but the big one is low T. If you think about low, if you think about erectile dysfunction today, it's a $1 billion problem globally. $1 billion. So for many men out there, they have no idea why do they have erectile dysfunction. Reality is they probably have low T based on some of these things. So I start working with him, get his testosterone level back, extremely low. We started talking about his sleep, the omega-3 fats. How do we get off of the statin med? We slowly worked with his doctor, add the flax seeds, the cod liver oil, oatmeal in the run. We started doing these things, got off his statin medication. We helped him understand pH of his gut. So again, I'm giving you a lot of information here, but we got his gut healthy, garden of gut. We started doing water with lemon, got off his acid blocker, reconvene eight months later. And I've seen this guy's major transformation, lost weight, feels incredible. I mean, this guy did, he didn't want to do one step at a time. He did everything. And so we're sitting around this room, mixed audience, 60 people. I'm sitting in the back with my colleagues. We're sharing testimonials. You kind of know where this is going. We're sharing these testimonials. And the next thing you know, this guy stands up. And I look over at my colleagues. I'm like, this isn't going to be good. And he stands up in a mixed audience and he says, I just got to tell you where I was eight months ago. I had high cholesterol. I had acid reflux. I was having trouble sleeping. And most importantly, I had erectile dysfunction. I'm like, whoa. And he said, no longer am I on a cholesterol med. I'm no longer an acid blocker. I'm sleeping better than ever. And I no longer have ED and I've never had a better relationship with my wife. Wow. So the whole audience started thinking about, you mean I don't have to? No, you don't have to do this, right? So again, a big thing is when you think about these medications, they can fix you short term, but they're not fixing the source of the problem, which leads into other problems down the road. So again, I'm not your doctor. I'm not telling you to get off a of medication, but understanding these medications will interfere with your testosterone level. And the last story I'll mention before we end is I had this executive come in and he spent a whole entire day with me quite a few years ago. I would say probably 10 years ago. And he didn't give me the full picture. So we were talking about this and that and he, his testosterone level came in and the doctor was asking him, you know, like your T level's at 330 and that's okay, but it's not thriving. He wants to thrive. And this guy was a thriving dude. And the doctors want to put him on bioidentical hormone replacement. So he comes to me and says, hey, what do you think? We're about the same age. Do you think I should be on bioidentical hormone replacement? I said, okay, number one, I'm not your doctor. But number two, in my experience, me personally, I've seen people, I've seen their T levels go up naturally because the human body is incredible in its ability to heal and self-correct if we put it in a better environment. And so he said, what should I do? And again, I spent the whole day with him. And we started really analyzing his lifestyle. And this guy was a super fit looking guy. You know, he was a super fit, working out all the time, eating really clean, but he was missing stuff. He really didn't put a lot of value to his sleep. So I had really convinced him that, you know, the, the testosterone's made in stage three of sleep. We need to get you to sleep more. You can't be sleeping five hours and getting up super early. We readjusted his workout time a little bit later. Again, 
He felt like he was dragging at the end of the day. Of course he's dragging at the end of the day. So again, we worked on that. Then we worked on, he was a boot boot camp type of workout guy. High intensity, lots of cardio. We slowed that down. We brought some restorative movements in there, and we really started working on strength training. We revamped that. And then his diet was great, but he was really afraid of fat. And so we started adding these omega-3 fats in his diet, such as the cod liver oil and the flax, and one thing led to another. Then we started talking about micro breaks because this guy was really a busy guy, very successful in his organization. But you need to share this with your team, but we need to take some micro breaks during your day, some planned recovery that you're actually paying attention to. And, I, and this guy was like, whatever you tell me, I'll do. But I wanted to create a lifestyle that he could repeat and love. And so I thought he just wanted to raise his testosterone level. And he did. But he didn't tell me the full story. And the full story was this. He felt that he didn't have the ability to have, get his wife pregnant. He didn't think he had that ability. He felt like he had fertility issues. And he did. But he didn't tell me this. But all of a sudden, he told me this over time, that now his wife, again, this is an older guy with a younger wife, and she got pregnant. Now they have two young daughters. But I didn't, I didn't know that was the story. I didn't know that was the driver. We all have drivers in our life, but it really hit me that that was his driver. It wasn't about the T levels and everything else, is that he wanted to have a family. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool, so powerful. And he didn't have to go down that path about dental hormone replacement. And the question we get a lot is, is it necessary to do bioidentical hormone replacement therapy as life goes on? That's not my deal. That's not my, that's not my belief. But my belief is this. If you want to go down that path, before you go down that path, because there's other side effects, especially for men, bioidentical hormone replacement can cause prostate issues. Again, that could be a major problem. It could cause vessel issues for both men and women. There's things that could happen along the time because we don't quite know what it does inside the body. What I do know is that the body will heal and self-correct. So bioidentical hormone replacement could be a step, but in my opinion, it's not step one, it's not step, it's not even this top 10 in my opinion. There's so many things you can do to improve that, and I've seen it, I've shared stories with you along the way. So leaving this podcast today, I want you to know one thing. The human body is amazing in its ability to heal and self-correct. And when you think about the human body, the thing we try to teach the most is The power is within you. You have the power to feel and be your best. And when when people get that power and they truly have confidence that the body will heal itself, because that's a big deal. You have to have the confidence that what I'm doing can heal and self-correct. But remember that power is within you. And remember, I love that thought process that you have the power to feel your best. We'll see you next time.